Is the government putting weird stuff in our water to make people dumb and, and subservient? Are wolves not actually wolves, but demons? We don't know, but those are some of the questions that you might find the answer to on this paranormal life. That was a good thunder crash. As always, welcome to the podcast. My name is Roy Powers. I'm joined by my co-host and paranormal pal, Kit Greer. Namaste. How are you doing today, uh, Kit Greer? I'm doing good, Roy. I'm ready to be spooked out. Have you had a spooky week? Um, no. No? It's it's just been hard. I I need some comic relief. Do you have Absolutely not. You've come (laughs) to the wrong place. I'm a professional and I've brought with me today proof. Of one of the greatest discoveries mankind has possibly ever made. Is this uh, splitting the atom? Uh, Is no. Is this uh, the theory of relativity? Uh, no. Or okay, what, what are we what are talking about here? All right, leave, leave all that that stuff to the to the eggheads at NASA. Okay. <laughs> what if I told you? Oh, first the off, first off, NASA. do you believe in aliens? Do you believe course, in aliens? Of course. Do you think that aliens will one day visit the Earth, visit mankind? <laughs> one day, bro. One day, one day I, they've been. You're goddamn right they've been of here. They've been. What if I told you, Kit Grimovena, that ancient aliens helped form man's life on this earth? What if they saved us from natural disasters in the past? What if they're the reasons that we have been able to evolve, both as humans and uh, tech technology-wise? What are you saying? I, I'm I'm crawling down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole that leads to the center of the earth, which is hollow. <laughs> Sorry, you can just drop that in there. The Earth is hollow. Is that related? I'm, it absolutely is related. Okay. I'm going to take you on an adventure, okay? The year is 1966 mm-hmm. in Cappadocia, Turkey. Now, this is a beautiful place where the mountain ranges are kind of... They're shaped by strong winds because it's all volcanic rock. Beautiful, beautiful. I've seen pictures. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, it's 1963. That's not a long time ago, if you no. think about it. Um, and a family there are renovating their house in the small town of Darinkuyu. But when they knock through a wall, they make an unbelievable discovery. Right off the bat, what do you think what do you think they found? Uh, you know, you're doing some home home deco, you you you're like you're putting a painting up or something, you know, have a nice sunset. Whoa! Hammer goes through the wall. I do know of someone who um, whenever they moved into a new house, they found a drug money. Could be drug money. (laughs) Drug money. (laughs) The ancient aliens were crackheads. That's absolutely true. The Walter White of the Andromeda Galaxy. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say this one is maybe like just a bit more up the chain. More mysterious. Bit more mysterious. Let's see. They found a covered entrance Uh that led to a dark, long tunnel, and that dark, long tunnel led to an underground city. Thousands no, of years old. No, <laughs> no, this is All this right. is real. This is real. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. All right. The first off, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast. There's mm-hmm. like crazy theories. This is an actual thing that happened. There are photos. This was doc- this is 1963. So there's like photos, video maybe. Right. There's video. is there a name for the city? Uh, Darren Kuyu. Okay. Thank you, you. Okay. And this like this crazy city was found when someone punched through their wall. Now you might think that I'm exaggerating when I say city uh-huh. uh, quotation marks, but get this, okay? This place was 13 stories deep Jesus. and had over 15,000 ventilation shafts. <laughs> can, can I just Google? Google it. Google right it right now. Google um, hidden city Darren Kuyu. I'm on board. 
continue. Okay, so as you can tell by the pictures, even by modern day standards, this thing is epic. Don't think of it as like a cave or like a couple of caves. It's a city. Like if this thing was a Lego set, it would be, I don't know, 13 and up. Years 13, which because <laughs> I'm trying to think in like Lego set standards. Like, right, that would be quite high in terms of complexity. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. 13 and up. Yeah. Like, this like, is a big boy's job. Yeah, for sure. Or perhaps a big alien's job. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> so, another weird thing uh-huh. to mention about this is that the entrances are, like, these huge, huge, like, stone slabs that um, can only be opened from... They're designed to be opened from the inside. Whoa. So, you, like, shut yourself out, and there's no way to open it from, from the outside. That's... So rad. It's crazy, right? And the whole thing's deserted. The entire thing is deserted. It's speculated that altogether the city could hold around, get this, 20,000 civilians. Good Lord, people. I know. And that's not even the creepy part. This is a creepy part. <laughs> I mean, creepy this is part. a goddamn creepy part. They found indications of the existence of religious chambers, storerooms, and stables. This is like an actual functioning little city. That's crazy. Like a little underground land. Yeah. That's the do, do you know how old it is? Well. Was it dated? Their speculation kit as to how old it is. <laughs> so this specific region of Turkey, it was part of the Zoroastrian Empire. I don't know how much you know about uh, Zoroastrians. A lot, actually. I'm Shit, because I made up a, l- a lot of this. I'm actually <laughs> it was actually like two chambers. Actually, and uh, <laughs> It um, was a glorified ant hell. <laughs> it was a glory hole. I just said it. I said it. <laughs> but in the Zoroastrian religion, one of the, the, the main players is this guy called Ahura Mazda. Mm-hmm. He's referred to as the Sky God, mm-hmm. who apparently at one point requested the construction of an underground city to protect them from kind of similar to like the flood in the Bible, like a huge mm-hmm. catastrophic mm-hmm. event. And there's tons of images in the scriptures and in the pictures of Ahura Mazda. And in every single one, He's flying around in the sky in a divine chariot, quotation marks. Mm. So we have to ask ourselves this question. Is he a god or much more likely, is he an extraterrestrial with the technological power of flight? Uh Because this is another thing. This guy was known to participate in ongoing sky battles with demons. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's lore. Sky battles. Star Wars. I mean, I'm just I'm pulling things together in the hopes this is how we do it. His other listeners. nickname was Han Solo. Sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little bit like. Did you ever hear that story about how whenever the settlers came to South America and first landed in South America, that they couldn't recognize the boats because they'd never seen boats like that. And in a little bit like in this story. They, they portrayed it as a sky chariot because that was all they knew. But maybe it was a Star Destroyer. It could it very well could have been. Look, I'm not going to say that Vader himself <laughs> put humans on this I'm earth. I'm say the Emperor was involved somewhere along the line. In some way, somehow. Look, have you seen Star Wars? Have you seen Star Wars? Absolutely. I'm just going to quote a little, a little piece of Star Wars from you. And it's actually the very opening slate. Uh, a long time ago... <laughs> In a motherfucking galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I feel like that a last long bit time. No, I should have stopped after yeah, the first bit. But, but a long time ago. Fiction. That's, that's fiction. Look, maybe Spielberg knew more than he was letting on. 
the lizard eye Spielberg over there. <laughs> the lizard freak. Well, <laughs> look, so this isn't even, it sounds like a stretch, okay? But this, okay. if this I'm was listening. the only example of these links, then I would I would shut this down. I would say, let's end the podcast. Yeah. I'm a liar. And I I'm will. He's <laughs> ripping out the cords. <laughs> but there, there's tons of not ancient underground cities, but like big caves, big tombs, mm. all built by uh, tribes and other, other civilizations around the world. They'd also believe that there are star gods and ground mm. people. A good example is the, I believe it's called the Hopi tribe of mm-hmm. Arizona. Now, they believe that their ancestors survived a storm of falling stars, a.k.a. goddamn alien spaceship debris. Yeah. Am I blowing your mind right now? Are you connecting? Plasma cannons. Right. You're getting, you're getting on this. And they believe they, they survived it because they were helped into underground cities uh-huh. by the snake people and the ant people. Jesus. There's like legit cave paintings of the snake people and really? the wo- and the, the ant people. Were they part snake, part people? They look like aliens. They're basically aliens. <laughs> what? They may yeah, be I mean, aliens. To be fair, and yeah, like the, the the common image of the alien does look a little bit like an ant, big old head, yeah. and a tiny body. Exactly. Yeah. And if you've only seen ants and you see these guys, you're like, ant people. Ant people. Exactly. Because it's in like Egyptian hieroglyphics as well. Where you just see like pictures of, it looks like modern day technology, future stuff, mm-hmm. alien people, mm-hmm. little bubble head men and things like that. Right. You know, you know what's, yeah. I don't, I want to put words in your mouth. Like to imagine like archaeologists is like, okay, so river, papyrus, grain. <laughs> Are those Nike Airs? <laughs> yeah. Really modern shit. Freaking Lexus. Sickle, sickle, cathead, black helicopter. What's that last one? Uh, it's just a, it's a couple sickles. <laughs> yeah. Twist your neck. Spielberg pops up, ends it. He's, <laughs> Pokes at your eyes. He knew yeah. too much. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. We haven't tackled the Illuminati yet, but if people don't We're speculate. Going Spielberg. To, I want to live. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't drop the eye bomb. I want this, you, this is you know what, this is for everyone to listen to the podcast to know if we ever just stop making episodes without <laughs> without ever announcing it. There is a number of reasons why, <laughs> and it's going to be Illuminati, it's going to be black helicopters, uh-huh. or ancient aliens. That's just another possibility that we're going to have to. Also, deal if with. we stop being funny. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. <laughs> if uh, subscriber numbers are down, ancient aliens. <laughs> if it bombs in the charts, it's Spielberg, bro. You know it is. <laughs> he, he sees the he's threat. He's sitting there he's on his Jurassic up. throne with. Oh shit! He made ET. You know he's gonna slip up sometimes. So it's like, so I wanted to make this documentary because oh, yeah, yeah, fictional film, fictional film. Did you say his lizard eyes shift from side to side, <laughs> roll around in his head. <laughs> <laughs> they're like even if the sentence was wrong your eyes just turned 360 <laughs> degrees in your face it's like that enough is a telltale sign <laughs> i mean shut up i mean yeah. so let, let's move on to this is my favorite story this is uh, where like wow. s gets really weird i'm gonna take you on a journey we're going to south america mm-hmm. in europe mm-hmm. uh, not in europe that's not in europe that's in ecuador <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting too excited they're messing with my brain <laughs> Um, I don't know whether I'm going to put like uh, jungly sounds in here in the edit or if I should like do some myself so I'll just do some now and then we can decide whether we want to keep them yeah. <laughs> show me your leader show me your leader <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, you're so just doing a robot while you did that oh, oh yeah 
Um, <laughs> getting down in the forest, <laughs> coming straight out of the UFO, just, just straight Stevie Wonder, show me your lead up. On the same thing. So in the middle, in the middle of the last century, there was a Catholic missionary called Father Crespi. Now mm. this dude. This dude was a great guy. Wow. He was super nice. He helped everyone. The locals loved him. And like, you know, the locals of uh, Ecuador at this time were kind of hard to get along with. But they really liked him. They really, really loved him, especially this group that were called the Shuar. That was a, a local cool, a local tribe. Um, throughout his time there in Ecuador, uh, they gave him a ton of gifts. Like a ton of gifts because they wow. love the guy. And there were all these intricate carvings. It and sounds these- like a story really from the uh, perspective of... <laughs> Father Crispy. It does. If Father Crispy was like uh, President Trump, he's like, I was a great guy. Everyone loved me. Nobody loves the Schwar like I love the Schwar. But the, so this is the weird thing. So the artifacts and everything that he was given, they didn't actually look like anything from the Schwar culture, like at all. Oh. So it's kind of like um, Lexus. <laughs> but you know, if Father Crispy's a nice guy. He's not going to call him out and be like, you steal this. You steal this yeah. stuff? You know, they're a good tribe, the Schwar. Um, so he, he doesn't really think anything of it. So at this point, it's 1975. Mm-hmm. Enter Stanley Hall, a Scottish explorer, an Indiana Jones of himself. Wow. Uh, and he reads a book about the mysterious artifacts. Mm-hmm. And he was so baffled by them that he, <laughs> that he decided to fly to Ecuador and hunt down their origin himself, cool. which is mental. Yeah. Like, how weird were they? <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, reading a book? Does this happen every time with him? Yeah. Like, every time? <laughs> this book is off the chain. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I can imagine him, like, after every single book, he goes to his wife. So he thought, I've got something to tell you. It's like, <laughs> you haven't been reading again. <laughs> uh, I've got to go find Hogwarts. <laughs> I know it's out there, sweetheart. I will kill the white whale, Moby Dick. (laughs) Stanley, no. No, you have a wife and kids. They won't have a future. They won't. Isaac, I thought we could fix it by getting him to start reading fiction, but it just made it worse. (laughs) It's made it worse. (laughs) The guy's an explorer. I don't know. It's 1975, so like I feel like that's a weird time to still have the profession of an explorer. Yeah, like, I mean isn't that's the word world discovered. Is that them? a sign you're you're nailing it in life, or maybe like you need to move on? Yeah, I know. I feel like because this is in, it's a bit like religions, isn't it? Because it's in the past, we give it a lot more like bit more kudos. cred. Yeah. Whereas if you heard of a Scottish explorer today in 2017, you'd be like, are you, what are you exploring? Your own insanity like yeah exactly so anyway he manages uh to actually get to ecuador and somehow meet with father uh, crespi who is obviously because he's such a bro he's like more than happy to show stanley all these these crazy artifacts one of which is this this you know pretty big golden tablet with all this writing on it that no one's ever seen before and that's it that's all stanley needs he's off like a goddamn rocket this guy he mounts up a huge freaking exploring team, like it's like it's journey to the center of the goddamn earth. Cool. Now, and like this, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rory. Now we're digging about in caves. We're looking for relics. Mm-hmm. This is borderline grave robbing. This has nothing to do with <laughs> with aliens anymore. The, the hunt is over. I was on board to be honest. I would have been with Stanley, leading the charge, <laughs> okay. robbing those graves. Okay. If this isn't about alien hunting. Then why does Stanley recruit for his adventure team Neil Armstrong? What? 
<laughs> Neil, Ar- Neil Armstrong actually went on the expedition with him for ancient alien artifacts. <laughs> Was it? Did you ever see Neil Armstrong punch that guy? <laughs> what? <laughs> this, guy, this guy said, like, basically some, like, like moon truther was like you never went to the moon bro i i know your secret bro and he just like punched him he just like that's badass awesome was this person like resemble an ant of any kind or a snake man spielberg himself spielberg so neil armstrong you can i almost insist that anyone listening to this podcast if they don't believe me google neil armstrong ancient aliens <laughs> this is something that actually happened there are pictures of him and stanley hall on this wow. expedition to try and find these ancient alien artifacts That's that insane. is insane but what are this we supposed to believe like- it's a coincidence that the only guy one of the only guys that stepped foot on another planet wants to go hunt for ancient aliens mm. like come on link this together guys link this okay, open on, your up, eyes open up. your eyes god damn so the expedition goes deep into the cave where allegedly these ancient artifacts had come from now it's called the the cave of teos uh, and it's regarded by the Schwar group as like a super secret location because obviously you want to hide that stuff if that's where it's all coming from mm-hmm. so stan and neil armstrong <laughs> It just sounds like fan fiction. It, it does. Yeah, made le- made love in the cave. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Uh, yeah, alien love. They, they created uh, the most delicate artifact of all, a baby. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. But look, they're having they're having an amazing time. They're finding a ton of cool artifacts. I mean, that sounds like a great hangout, doesn't it? I mean, oh my god. I would. T- I would love Jesus. that being in a cave with Neil. And it is worth pointing out. Like they, they, so they explored this this cave, the cave of Teos, and they they actually found artifacts. They found a bunch of like old ancient stuff, but it was actually nothing like what Father Crespi was given. It was mm. genuinely more artifacts linked to the Shuar and like tribes mm. around that area. So just stuff that you would find if you were exploring in like old ruins. Very convenient. Yeah, a little too convenient, Neil. <laughs> so lots of artifacts. No ancient slabs. No alien remains. Okay. Nothing. Nada. You're you're bummed out. Yeah. Because presumably that's a big trip. They they're coming from the U.S. and Scotland. Well, once you've been to the moon, actually, yeah, yeah, it's all nothing. <laughs> can you imagine every time someone's like, uh, "Hey, can you go grab me a sandwich?" Ah, oh, but the store's all the way down the street. I went to the goddamn moon. <laughs> How's that for distance? Yeah, I know. It's like anytime Neil Armstrong opens City Mapper, he's like, oh, "It's two hours." To, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. You think it would be fun to go with him? But uh, you could also imagine it being like, okay, so where's where's the entrance to the cave? It's about three miles that way, or 0.00 moon distance <laughs> away. I know. Think how annoying someone is once they've gone to like India. Oh, right, and they the come back time. and it's all they talk about. Yeah. Oh my god, so like in India, they yeah. like totally like live like this, and then think about someone going to the <laughs> moon, dude. All of their anecdotes, moon anecdotes. Oh, and you're like, Jesus. Neil, you were there for all of what two hours? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Punch in the face. <laughs> Yeah, detect you. <laughs> so it's a bit of a bummer. The group disperses. That's the end of it. Mm. However, 15 years later, Stanley meets an Ecuadorian named Petronio Jamero. Ham, ham, Jaramillo. Harambe? <laughs> he meets Harambe. Petronio. I'm going to say Petronio because I don't want to butcher his second name. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a real person. Everyone's a real person, including Neil. Um, so really insecure about... <laughs> everyone, everyone's real, I swear to God. That's too long. 
15 years, years later. That's a big jump. I was I was rolling with it, but that's a big jump. That's a huge jump. Because what is it now? Like, what, that, that was, uh, that was 1975. Yeah, so that's, um, that's 90. Yeah, like 1990s. He meets an Ecuadorian named Petronio, uh, and they start talking about Taos, the cave, mm. where all the artifacts were supposed to be. Now, Stan, you know Stan. He's probably bragging, like, yeah, I went there with my buddy Neil. Like, it was pretty cool. Found, found some stuff. Uh, first guy on the moon as well, if you, if you didn't know that. And then, weirdly enough, Petronio decides to kick in as well, and he's like, yeah, I've been to Taos. I've seen the metal library. What? Boom. Boom. Freeze. Yeah, I know you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> That's me, Petronio. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the story of how I met a crazy guy called Stan. That's mental. If you, like, imagine thinking that you were, went to the right cave, and you were like, no, nah, nothing was there. And then a dude's like, yeah, I was there. I saw all of it. I saw everything. Yeah. <laughs> Silence like, what? And it's like, yeah, opens a book. It's like, everyone's been there. It's like a major tourist destination. <laughs> he goes on Neil's Facebook and it's like a selfie of him with all these slabs. <laughs> Not you, Neil. I thought we were friends. <laughs> so Petronio, so this is what Petronio says. He says he went in through a secret entrance in 1946. Hmm. Apparently he had to dive underwater and swim through a tunnel to get to the chambers. Whoa. So maybe the one, the cave that they're talking about, isn't actually the real cave of Taos where the metal library is, is apparently storing all these ancient alien artifacts so what do, what do you do what do you do at that point you team up with Petronio cause oh, this dude knows what's going oh, on Neil you're out of here out of here out of here I oh. think Neil was a freaking alien the whole time agent oh we were different we were very no, different directions he was, yeah he was a shill he, he he sold Stanley out he knew that Stanley was on the trail and he threw him right off he brought him to the, this dud cave <laughs> This shit Dud cave. cave. You know there was a sign and it's like uh, two directions. One yeah. was like Ancient Cave of Tears. Yeah. And the other was like Dud Cave. And Neil got there first and did like the Jurassic Park swap the signs around. <laughs> like wacky races. Just races. Like, yeah. Oh, we got to go uh, this way, Stan, old buddy, old pal. Um so, so uh, Petronio says that apparently there's chambers and they're filled with ancient relics and golden tablets with unknown writing on them, just like the one that Father Crespi got given by, by the Schwar. Wow. So obviously you're getting excited. You want to team up. You want to plan another expedition like ASAP because you guys are getting old by this point. You're old oh, AF. Jesus Christ. It's insane. But unfortunately, before Petronio can get the chance to guide them to the underwater no. entrance, he died. No! <laughs> Of course he did. Dude died. He croaked. <laughs> so Stan basically, after like talking, he went back to Scotland and they were planning another uh, expedition. But before they could actually get back to Ecuador and do it, uh, Petronio died. And there was like two sites just saying he died. And there was six saying that he was assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> just all out. Like, but Don't those were the kind of sites Don't that care. have like rotating alien heads on the columns in yeah, like lo-fi gifts. Haven't been updated gifts. since 1997. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In it's fact, he was assassinated by an alien. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Stanley actually died as well in 2008 oh, uh, before he could make another expedition because he spent all that time mapping out where he thought the cave was going to be. Mm. And apparently, as I was telling you before we started recording, he has the actual like grid coordinate cord cord what do you call those coordinates 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 of the location around where the secret entrance might be to the tomb it's literally on the internet and people haven't been jumping at it apparently really uh There's yeah been no attempts 
Well, it's funny you mention that, Kit, because while Stanley is gone, another rises to keep his flame alight. Me! <laughs> it is I! I got a whip from, like, an Indiana Jones Ow. Halloween costume. <laughs> I am Neil! So, so, basically, Stanley's dead. Petronio's dead. Who's going to carry on this flame? No one other than Stanley's daughter. Whoa! Yeah, how cool is that? That's awesome. I guess she, like, Some, grew like, up... ass shit. Yeah, she, like, grew up with him talking about the caves in the library and his adventures. Mm-hmm. Um... So I actually watched some some videos with her being interviewed, uh, and it was really cool to see her like talk about her dad's work and was yeah. like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to find it and like carry on his legacy and prove he wasn't That's insane." Badass. So in the hopes of continuing her father's legacy, his daughter traveled to Ecuador. Now by this time, good old father Crespi was dead. Everyone's <laughs> dead like at this point. Uh, he he Schwar, died. Dead. <laughs> aliens dead. alive actually. <laughs> um, uh, he he died in 1982. Uh, but she still wanted to see if she could at least work out any clues from the relics that he'd been given. There's just one problem. They're gone. What? They're he, gone. He pawned them in for cigarettes. <laughs> she went Straight to his away. mansion and uh, <laughs> the relics were gone. To this day, legitimately, no one knows who took them or what happened to them. Oh, man, it's so tricky. I, I do want to point out as well, like, this sounds insane because I'm like, oh, and when someone wanted to see the relics, they had mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. Like, there's photos of them yeah. like, from when he actually had them. If okay. you Google, again, weird Googles, Father Crespi's ancient alien relics, you can see one of the plates. It's <laughs> so like an Etsy page. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Or like uh, when when you're driving through like Southern America and it's like the only store for the next hundred miles is Father Crespi's old ancient alien hey, artifact. Father Crespi, do you have any water? Why water? I haven't seen water in years. <laughs> no food? No. I've been living off the slabs. The slabs give me life. I need gas for my car. Slabs for the car? No, Father, Father Jesus, how have you how have you lived out here for so long? And that's that's the last known last that I know of the adventure uh, towards those ancient alien artifacts. Good lord. I know. I'm, I'm going to open up the floor to, to you, Kit. Do you think at some point in history that ancient aliens came down and helped us possibly survive catastrophic events, uh, uh, gave us technological advancements, um, and maybe left behind ancient tablets and relics that are scattered all across the world one thing i always thought was like kind of like do you think tablets seems like kind of low grade technology for aliens well i guess like tablets very low grade yeah they didn't leave like a freaking ipad yeah (laughs) like Like a blaster yeah actually yeah isn't that kind of lame oh we gotta we gotta chill guys but we we left you with some caves uh here's some slabs made of the heaviest shit we could find (laughs) Um, yeah, have fun. Uh, cool, cool. Like, is that the cure to cancer over there? <laughs> oh, we we might hold on to that in case we ever get cancer and then we might want it. Uh, but you know, you know what? You take the slabs. I'm sure one of them will t- tell you about cancer anyway. Do you think they were just giving us their space trash? Like, we are <laughs> <Yes>. a dumpster. <laughs> it's that whole thing where it's like planet. the worth of the object is only what you put on it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just space trash. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You know, whenever you like, mess up an idea that you're writing on paper you just crumple it up and throw it in a bin <laughs> you just threw that's it to the earth. tablets <laughs> you threw it to earth 
<laughs> and even the Schwar are like, who is dumb enough to think this is a gift? There's this old crazy Catholic priest, old kooky Crespi, they call him. Yeah, he'll freaking take it. Yeah, oh my God, that's a good point. Because so maybe. I'm pretty sure they're made of, I don't know what they're made of. Like, it looks like metal. I think some of it's yeah. gold. Wow. I think gold is a universal high value metal, right? Or is that only because it's rare on Earth? Well, because what if there's a gold planet in space? Yeah, it definitely looks dope. And their treasure is dirt. <laughs> Wouldn't that, that's a Facebook meme for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe to aliens, dirt is gold. Have you ever thought about, about that? that? Yeah. I know. That is a theory to do with alien intervention on Earth is that aliens were using civilizations like the Mayans and the Sumerians to harvest gold. And that's why these civilizations were so obsessed with gold, because whilst gold is just very beautiful to us and has lots of nice properties, it also is um, very light, has very interesting properties, and you're able to coat things with gold very easily. It's highly reflective. Yeah. And the theory was that aliens were using this to reflect their star's rays, back from a planet so they could terraform a planet ah so that it does actually have uses and that it is an interesting thing that like you think of like us here on earth that we've got like all our elements it's like yeah you got like iron and stuff and you know like we, you know, we've got like steel tools and iron tools and everything but that is like that's what stuff in the universe is made out of like yeah whenever we open up meteors and stuff like that it's made out of like iron and that is weird isn't it stuff. you think isn't it would be weird? made of like space rock yeah or something Just like that rocks because then also, like, you know, aliens come down. They're having a good time. They're, mm-hmm. they're teaching humans all this crazy stuff. They're like, oh, you guys got a sharpened stick? Look what we've got. Well, a giant sharpened stick. Yeah, 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 it's a huge one. This thing shoots sharpened sticks. <laughs> you can imagine, like... It's a bow and arrow. <laughs> Look how dope this is. <laughs> but it is weird that all of these different cultures that couldn't possibly have met each other, mm-hmm. even from ones from my list, are all talking about the sky god the mm. the star wars not the films obviously mm. that would be insane <laughs> hieroglyphics force awakens <laughs> was dope it's crazy that these links appear all over the world it's, yeah. it's, it's insane that's it whenever you start reading about these ancient sites yeah things are getting weirder every day i urge you people to to look up but you know one site for example gobekli tepe Scientists used to think the human agriculture started, you've probably read this, like maybe about 10,000 years ago. Yeah. But then plot twist, in the last few years, we've discovered the site Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, also interestingly. And it's about my, thir- 13... Wait, Turkey? My, my God. I frantically go back through my notes. I, I swear that... I just start playing the Indiana Jones season. That's real. Where are we going, Mr. Jones? We're going to Turkey. <laughs> We're taking this podcast on the road. <laughs> New headline. Nerd podcasters die in Ecuador. <laughs> die at Belfast International <laughs> Airport. <laughs> Literally don't get off the ground. Intercepted at security screaming dirt is gold. Dirt is gold. Neil Armstrong's a NASA show. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so like I, i'm I'm gonna do unfortunately this is a visual po- uh, not a visual podcast not yes. an audible podcast so um i'm just gonna display some proof to kit <laughs> that mayans were visited by extraterrestrials okay, I'm up for it. Let's do it. and you guys have to judge how substantial you think this evidence is by his reactions uh whether it be in gasps or laughs mm-hmm. so th- these are these are two slabs 
that have been recovered from ancient Mayan sites. This isn't obscure. This isn't like, oh, I think if you turn it this way, it kind of looks like a, it's just a drawing of spaceships. That's not okay. real. That's real. They found that. That's not real. It's literally like the earth and spaceships. And really, if, if a child drew UFOs in the back of a napkin at McDonald's, that's what this ancient scroll is. That's what I'm saying. I'm, like I, that's all. That's that's it. That's, that's my argument. My argument. <laughs> you look like little lampshade UFOs. That evidence has been brought to light in recent. I love years. the way this like image is actually like annotated as if it needs to be deconstructed in any way. Well, yeah. If you look here. You can see an alien. <laughs> you look here. You can see a flying saucer. Usually, if it was really obscure or faint, you would have to do that. They weren't trying to be ambiguous at all. Like, there was no artistic impression. They just drew a spaceship and a meteor and the Earth. you got to respect that. you got to, yeah. Because that's it. Like, if something that crazy happens to you and you don't have any other way of expressing yourself, what do you do? You just run into the nearest cave and you just bash that into some rocks. Bash it into a slab. Think about it. That is their Instagram post. Yeah. That's their, that like, got, like, that's their periscope. That retweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other, it reached people. Father Gilles- C- 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 Crispy. Father, that's not his name. <laughs> Father Crispy Cream. Um, Father Caraspi. Caraspi, I believe his name was. So look, I've okay. given you a lot of evidence. Okay. I've, I've, told, I've told you stories. I don't know what else you need to know. I, I just, I don't understand how this is still up for debate. I don't know why we're not on a plane in Ecuador, to be honest. You know what? Wait, hold on. I'm going to find the coordinates. I'm going to find the coordinates. I'm going to read them out. Because it, it, exi- it does exist. Uh, Stanley wrote a ton of books about it, mm. about the cave, about exploring with Neil Armstrong, about the metal library. There's tons on the metal library. Look up the metal library. It's, it's, it's insane. Okay. Um, but on one of those pages, he also actually gave the coordinates to uh-huh. this cave. I'm going to find them. I'm going to read them on the podcast. So that was the, the, the dud cave. No. Oh, this this is, is these are the coordinates one. to where he this believes the real one is okay. located. This is the rough coordinates. The um, metal, what did I call, say it was called? Metal library? Mm-hmm. Library coordinates. I wonder if there's like a Google Maps. Oh, shit. You think we could put the coordinates in Google Maps and find the cave? We may Turn have to cut podcast. this because we, <laughs> if we actually find it, we might have to get on a plane tonight. <laughs> I know, just cut to really like muffled obviously on the move audio of just okay we're at the we're at the signpost <laughs> shit did neil swap him or is this the right way which one's the dud cave <laughs> shit <laughs> gunfire in the distance don't go to the cave don't go to the cave I thought you were tuning in out of Jones theme. <laughs> okay. So I have I have two coordinates here. I have one which is for the original cave of Teos, uh, located on the Toangos River, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually this is insanely cool. This is mapped by the actual 1976 expedition. Wow. Isn't this crazy? Like it's funny to like take the piss about all this stuff, but it genuinely happened. Like yeah. the I'm looking at pictures from what we just talked yeah, about. People took like were like working. Did it's they spend crazy. Years on this. Yeah, it's insane. So here is apparently the uh, calculated location of the treasure cave: uh, seventy-seven forty-seven thirty-four west, and one fifty-six zero zero south. Here you go. Okay, I think I think I've 
I think I see it here. Oh, are you on that same page? Metal mm-hmm. Library, goldlibrary.com? <laughs> <laughs> what is my life? Turn off the podcast. What is my life? Are you on the same site? <laughs> Gold Library? Gold Library, library forward slash the truth? Oh, how is this, uh, how is this something that I do? <laughs> really bummed out for the next 10 minutes about it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. Okay. Oh, dude, it worked. Oh my God, we're in? Well, right. gold starts pouring out of your laptop. Ancient slates start filling the room. That's happening. I'm like, dude, the, the coordinates worked. You look over, and I'm just like, my face is melting. Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Shit. Yeah. Is this fo- is this like the photo of so the world, or is that just is that like satellite? This is satellite. Or? Yeah. That's satellite. Yeah. Let's get in there. Let's go deep. Where's like, do the little street pass man and walk him walking in, right? <laughs> it's like a drone, isn't it? I don't know how it works. <gasps> Burned it all Look, down. All right? I'm gonna say is this pinpoint map is right beside a river. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So if Petronia was telling the truth, there could act genuinely be an underwater yeah, entrance around totally that area. Okay. Just swimming right in under this tree line right here. It's very true. It's literally just beside the river. Conclusion time. I've given you the evidence. We're going to draw it down to this very fine point. There's lots of things it could be. It could be pages from Atlantis. It could be ancient aliens. Aliens could still be with us right now, living underground in these ancient cities that were, were discovered. But do you believe, Kate Greer, do you believe that at some point in human history, we have been visited by or influenced by extraterrestrials from other planets? This is your profession on the line here as a professional paranormal investigator. This is a big claim. You're on the fence. You saw those goddamn slabs. <laughs> he drew it. He drew a, an alien. Yes. We've done it. We got a yes. We got a yes. And for the, I think, I think maybe one of the first times on this podcast, I'm also yes. Really? I'm with you, brother. I'm with. Get, You're get convinced? your shit. We're going to Ecuador. <laughs> Here we go, boys. Get Neil. Get Neil. <laughs> So that's it. This week's episode, it is officially confirmed that at some point in human history, we were visited and gifted technology by ancient aliens who may or not may still be on this planet with us and have ancient slabs hidden in tombs in Ecuador. But that's for you guys to discover. If you do go to Ecuador or you do find out any more information on these caves, the locations, anything like that, email us in. I want to know. I want to know more. I want this mystery to be unraveled. Thanks for listening as always. And we will see you next week on This Paranormal Life. If you enjoyed this week's episode, the best way to support This Paranormal Life is to rate and review us on iTunes. The more five-star reviews that we have, the more this podcast grows and we can continue to bring you a new paranormal tale each and every week. If you have your own paranormal stories that you'd like us to investigate, email us in at thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. If you are somebody who loves all things spooky, then Real Life Ghost Stories podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma. I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. And every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday, I release a mini episode, which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners. And every Sunday, we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life Ghost Stories wherever you get your podcasts.